0: This is Money Guide with Mary Stirk from Stirk Financial Services. Now here's Mary Stirk.
1: So with me today is Kelsey Banke. Welcome, Kelsey. Hello, Mary. Kelsey is another certified financial planner out at Stirk Financial, and um, she and I work, you know, hand in hand with a lot of businesses and business owners. And our whole goal in working with businesses is if the more that we can up-level the financial health of owners and employees, the stronger the businesses are. Absolutely. Right? So let me start out with a few statistics because I think that this is super interesting when you think about it. And, and that's why we talk about these kind of things. So <clears throat> when you think about your employees. Um, Our research found that more than 75% of people who reported feeling high stress levels about money or high stress levels, they say that the, the biggest majority of that stress level has to do with the state of their finances. So it's either partially to blame or entirely to blame. Right. So that tells me that for a lot of people, money is a constant source of anxiety. Right. And. The thing about this anxiety is that those who are struggling with their finances, on average, it makes them 16% less productive in their jobs. So these are some statistics that we were able to pull from a company called Manulife from a report that they did about productivity. 16% less productive, this is what that means. If you're paying your employee $50,000 a year, and they have a 16% drop in their productivity. That's $8,000 worth of their salary a year that is being paid for which minimal or no work was performed. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> That's a big enough number for you to wake up and listen to smart business strategies about how to uplevel their financial health. Because it directly ties as a business owner to your own bottom line and how to um, increase the productivity of your business. I mean, we're all looking for ways to make our companies work better, faster, stronger, right? And if this is a way to improve productivity by 16%, this is well worth listening to.
2: Absolutely. Mary, I was um, at home this weekend helping... On the family farm and it, it <laughs> Kelsey you know. was
1: driving the tractor. I love this about Kelsey. She is a certified financial planner by day and farm girl on the weekends. <laughs>
2: Absolutely. Get me in a big John Deere and I'm happy. So it uh, has to be green though. And I'll debate that with anybody that wants to. <laughs> Um, (laughs) uh, So if you think about it, and and I don't know how many of you are familiar with farming, but the whole point is you combine the crops and you harvest it and you dump it in the wagons, you transport it, you sell it, all of that. So having 16% productivity loss is like having the auger not directly over the wagon and having some of it get into the wagon and having some of it fall on the ground and my dad was
1: 16% on the ground <laughs> exactly
2: and that's 16% you didn't get to profit off of um, and I laugh because you know inevitably it happens every year You know, at, at our farm some somebody didn't get quite over and there's a pile of corn on the ground and oh there's $300 or there's $1,000 and it's just feeding the deer <laughs> so um, you know get your auger over the wagon get your employees lined up with 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 um, some good financial planning and get them on track financially so that that's less stress and you will inevitably see your productivity in those employees go up.
1: Yeah. So if you think about it, you know, if $8,000 isn't really tripping your trigger in terms of why this would matter to you, That's just for one employee. You know, If you had 10 employees and you were losing that 16% productivity, that's $80,000 a year of lost productivity. And if you had 100 employees, that's $800,000 a year. So when we say that it's important to be paying attention to this and that there is a way to increase productivity by up-leveling the financial health of your employees, that's why this is so important and that's why we're very passionate about it. All right, so what can you do to... Um, what what can you do in order to get your ducks in a row to help your the financial health of your employees? All right, so first of all, I think the most obvious one that we can talk about is offering some kind of retirement plan for your your company. Right. So there are a number of different retirement plans out there. There's four hundred one k's. There's simple plans. There's set plans. There's 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 a lot of different things that you can do in the retirement planning arena. But the one thing I can tell you is that since there is such a connection between the emotional health of someone and their financial well-being, that if you can set up a program where people know they are saving for their retirement and that long-term financially they might be more successful, that's going to go a long way to helping them be more productive on the job. So, you know, when you, <clears throat> when you have a 401k or when you're thinking about setting ones up There's definitely some areas that your plan can be more competitive in. Kelsey, what are some of those areas?
2: Um, You know, first and foremost, performance of the 401k, I think, is very important. We analyze a lot of 401ks out there, and you can definitely tell the people who are paying attention and working with an advisor to make sure that it's still. in funds that are are strong performing and we see a lot of them that have a lot of funds that people really shouldn't be going into their performances is is subpar at best. And that leads into this. I think the second part is the fiduciary risk reduction. You know, if if you're having a 401k, you become a fiduciary on the the plan and you need to make sure you have some guidance and helping make good selections and making sure that it's still a, a quality program for your employees.
1: Right. So our tip here for you business owners in order to increase the productivity of your employees by helping up level their financial health is if you don't have a retirement plan in place, then think about creating one. And if you do have one, then my highest level of recommendation is that about every three years you do a full review of your plan. So full review would mean that you're looking at all of the different investments in there. You're looking at whether or not there's any way to reduce the expenses of the plan so that more money can be in your employees returns versus the plan costs. Um, you're looking at strategic plan design to see if there's any way to adjust things in your plan that can create more tax benefits for people or adding provisions that could be more advantageous to people. Even you as the owners, you know, there's, there's a, you as the owner, we want you to be productive too. And there's ways to, um, you know, create levels of benefit as an owner in a retirement plan that are very strategic. And then of course, to uplevel that performance and reduce your fiduciary risk. When you have a plan that has a bunch of crappy investments in it, you're actually putting yourself at risk for a lawsuit. Because um, if someone gets upset enough about their performance, they can bring a suit against you as the employer for breaching your fiduciary duty. And we've seen that happen a lot over the last five years. I mean, we're in a very litigious society. When people get upset, what do they do? They sue people. <laughs> Very so happy. Mm-hmm. So, if you are not reviewing your 401k plan, I would really encourage you to reach out and give us a call. We can kind of walk you through a way to, to look at and analyze your plan to be hitting on all of these different facets that would uplevel your plan, but also reduce your fiduciary risk. Okay,
2: two good benefits there.
1: Yep, absolutely. So that's one strategic tip that we have for people: either start a 401k plan or Definitely have yours looked at. Let's analyze it and make sure it's set up in the best possible way because really what you're wanting to do is create the highest outcome for everybody involved in the plan. And the highest level of outcome is going to be a combination of all those factors that we just talked about. So, okay. Excuse me. Another thing that you can do for your employees to increase their productivity is to offer employee education about finances, okay? So here's the thing. Smart employees make stronger teams. We've just talked about that. So offering your employees um, maybe a series of lunch and learn sessions or additional sessions about how to plan for their own financial future get out of debt type, um, you know, learning sessions, things like that is a great way to create an environment where you're helping improve the financial health of the people who you would, we would call strugglers.
2: Yeah. This is, I I love this one because knowledge is power. And if you can help your employees, you know, and maybe not everybody's ready to take advantage of it, but if even a handful are, that's a handful moving in the right direction. And if it's something that their employer is sponsoring, um, many times they will take special notice. Um, and if you make it convenient, they'll take advantage of it so many times. So, um, and, I think one of the biggest things that you can do is just, you know, educating on um, you know, what is retirement looking like. Let's let's think about this. Let's think about how expensive it's going to be and how you can plan for it. And okay, maybe you're you have children getting ready to go to college. You can have a number of different topics that might reach different um, segments of your employee group, and uh, just help them take a little bit of the burden and stress away from their
1: everyday financial lives. Absolutely. So anything that you can do to help build the financial acumen of your employees or to expand their knowledge base is going to just be a big plus. So let's talk about who I mean when I say your strugglers, right? Your strugglers are going to be your employees that don't have any kind of formal financial plan. They're going to have high debt, maxed out credit, minimal savings. They're not saving for retirement. And all of this creates these productivity challenges at work. They have more missed work days. They have more sick days. And they have less physical activity when they're actually there at the job. So those are your strugglers. And those are the people that if we can just help move them forward a little bit with building their financial knowledge, it's going to help increase that productivity level for your company. Conversely, you're going to have people who are financially secure, but those are the people that you can also up level. And the financially secure people, a lot of times they're going to be more of your executive people, but you'd be surprised how many executives are actually struggling. Um, It might be living outside their means. It might be that they've had some kind of financial setback, like a divorce or something like that, that has come up. Or maybe they have, you know, five kids in college and it's tight, but. Even sometimes your executives can be in more of a struggle than what you, what you realize. But what we're hoping that we can move everybody from is from the struggler position to the financially secure position where they're taking less time off work. They are saving. Their debt levels are more appropriate. And all of those are going to lead towards the higher level of productivity so that the wages you're paying as an employer are actually creating value inside of your company. Okay, so we have a um, great giveaway. It's called the um, Employee Financial Preparedness Brochure. And it's going to um, help you understand um, how to improve the financial uh, aspects for your employees. So give us a call if you'd like to do that. And then the other thing that we're going to give away is that if you're a business owner and you're listening to that We want to offer you what's called a stress test of your current 401k plan. We want to be able to show you here's the great pieces of it that you want to continue to build on. And here's the pieces of it that we think you could actually up level and that would reduce your fiduciary risk. So for those of you interested in doing a stress test on your 401k, just give us a call 605-217-3555. And we'll be happy to visit with you about that.
0: Congratulations to Mary Stirk and the team at Stirk Financial for earning a spot on two Forbes lists for 6 years running, including 2023 Forbes Best in State Wealth Advisors and 2023 Forbes Top Women Wealth Advisors Best in State, number 1 in South Dakota.
1: Now we're going to talk about something called key employee packages. So there's a lot of discussion out there in the workplace about how it's often hard to find good talent, right? You know, um, recruiting great talent to your firm and then retaining them is an ongoing challenge that people definitely face. And so um, one of the things that we encourage smart business owners to do is to develop some key employee packages that can help you recruit and retain your key employees, So some of those um, ideas can be offering some different executive type benefits. Some of them are offering maybe life insurance plans or um, deferred compensation arrangements. That is kind of a carrot that, hey, if you stay here long enough, there's this extra bonus in it for you at the end of the day. And we call some of those things um, golden handcuffs. They're called golden because they sparkle like gold and handcuffs because they keep your employees there. So figuring out some good employee um, handcuffs, some key employee packages is a really strong part of um, recruiting and retaining your employees and up leveling their financial outcomes.
2: Yeah. And Mary, it's and I'm sure anybody that's calculated this or if you haven't calculated this, it might be something good to do. But the cost to bring on a new employee and train them um, is quite a big expense by the time you look at all their compensation and the training time and and other things that go into all of that and so looking at this it it might be a very cost-effective way to reduce the rehire costs and keep people and build on their knowledge and their experience year after year after year
1: very very good point Kelsey Okay, the next um, strategy that we have is something that's called executive financial planning. And, um, you know, what you really want is that you want your key executives to be leaders within your company. And um, you want them to lead in a variety of ways, obviously on the job. But the more the the level is, or the higher the level, I should say, is of your executive financial well-being, the higher that they're going to produce in terms of uh, being a quality leader on your team. So their health and well-being affects their productivity and focus at work. And if you can help your executives create personal clarity and financial confidence, then they're going to take their leadership skills and their talents to a higher level there on the job, which brings everybody forward. So um, offering something called executive financial planning where you as a business owner actually cover the some or all of the costs of a financial plan for creating a strategic plan financially for your executives actually is a great way to move things forward. It's also a great um, recruiting. Um, Uh, tactic, because not every company offers executive financial plannings as a paid benefit for their top tier people. And, um, you know, when it comes down to people deciding between this job and that job, if you can attract in talent, because you're offering a unique benefit, like executive financial planning for your team, then that's something that can really help up level things for the whole company.
2: Yeah. And on the executive financial planning, you know, many times these are your highest wage earners in your right. organization. So they're getting the, the the money to support a good lifestyle and to be able to plan for retirement in a, a very good way. But they don't always have the direction. Um or the, the understanding of you know the consequences. So making one decision over another and what the benefits of one over the other are. And so this can help them take the benefit you're providing them and really leverage it for a good long-term lifestyle. And
1: we get the most questions about how does executive financial planning actually work. And really as a business owner, you contract with a financial planning firm and then you carve out the executives that you actually wanna provide this benefit for and then those advi- those people come in, they meet one-on-one with the advisor, they create their own financial plan. Now, of course, as an employer, you're not privy to any of that information. You're just covering the cost of the strategic plan itself. But if you think about it, if 16% lost wages due to financial upheaval in somebody's life is the deal, you know, we talked about a $50,000 employee is costing you $8,000 a year in work that really is, not getting done. If you're paying somebody 100000 or $200,000 a year, it's just magnifying the waste that you have in wages of work that's not really being productive. So that's why this executive financial planning can be really effective. And generally speaking, executive financial planning, when you enter into something like that, it's gonna be a cost to an employer of somewhere between two to three thousand dollars per executive. And then you can see, you know, if you can even increase your productivity by one or two percent, how quickly that pays you back as an employer for, you know, paying for something that is going to have a direct ramification on Good things for your company.
2: Absolutely. It's a small investment <clears throat> for a potentially very large return.
1: Exactly. Okay, so let's shift for a minute. We've talked about all of the employee information, but let's talk about a couple of strategies as a as a business owner. And perhaps there's multiple owners in your business, um, but these are a couple of strategies that people don't often think about when it comes to smart business financial strategies. So first of all, a lot of times businesses will have a cash stash. And that cash stash sits at the bank and You know, we all know right now that really interest rates at the bank are very poor. You're not making anything. So one smart tactic that people will often consider is taking some of that long-term cash stash and strategically investing corporate dollars into some kind of corporate portfolio. It doesn't have to be anything with a large amount of risk. In fact, it probably shouldn't be. But corporate portfolio management is something that people don't think about doing. They think about managing their personal portfolio, but not their corporate portfolio. And if you can even outperform the bank by 1% or 2% in a corporate portfolio, you're just moving steps ahead to a more solid and secure financial company. So think about that. If you have a cash stash and you're frustrated with the earnings on it, that might be something to consider talking to a planner about is corporate portfolio management. And then the last thing that I think all good businesses really need to focus on from a strategic standpoint is succession planning. So you want to protect the value of your business. You want to ensure the legacy of your hard work. And you want to create retirement income and wealth for yourself with a smart exit strategy. And there's two kinds of succession planning that are out there. There's what's called contingency planning, meaning, hey, if you're the owner of this company and you unexpectedly are killed, what's gonna happen with your company. So having a plan in place for that contingency, you hope it never happens, but by God, you don't want your company to just cease to exist because you died. And you've got employees depending on you and you've got a family probably depending on that income. So it's important to have that contingency plan in place. And then if you're getting to the point where you're actually thinking about selling, then being able to sell the company in a way that creates the largest amount of wealth, the most tax efficient transition, um, that's something that's really important. I had the opportunity to be a part of a, a, cup, a team a couple of times this year for different clients who were selling their companies. And usually a good team is going to involve attorneys, a CPA, and a financial planner to make sure all the moving pieces of business sale are, are set up right. So creating a good succession plan, whether contingency or otherwise, for your business is a really smart strategy. Okay, we're about out of time today. I just do want to encourage anybody um, that is interested to give us a call for the Employee Financial Preparedness Brochure. And then also, if you have your 401k and you want to do a stress test of it, give us a call. We'll help walk you through the process of that and show you where you can hopefully increase the outcomes for your participants and reduce your fiduciary risk that you're carrying. Thanks for listening to Money Guide with Mary Stirk, and I hope these six smart business financial strategies have brought you some value today.
0: The views expressed are not necessarily the opinion of your audio provider and should not be construed directly or indirectly as an offer to buy or sell any securities or services mentioned herein. Third-party rankings and recognitions are no guarantee of future investment success and do not ensure that a client or prospective client will experience a higher level of performance or results. These ratings should not be construed as an endorsement of the advisor by any client nor are they representative of any one client's evaluation.